That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. After repeated delays led to the dismissal of a case against a woman accused of a shooting on I-70, we'll tell you why a new prosecutor could not repair years of judicial neglect. A lot of headlines to bring you here on Fox 2 News in the morning. First, though, we want to say a good morning to St. Louis. Welcome here to Fox 2 News in the morning. It is Saturday, July 15th. I'm Laura Simon. I'm going to go ahead and check in with meteorologist Jamie Travers for a first look at that forecast. Jamie, after such a hot Friday. Oh my gosh. Then people got some pretty bad storms in parts of the area. Yeah, you know, the storms could have been much worse. They were worse in central Missouri, Boone County. A lot of damage reports coming out of that area. For our area, though, we did have a few warnings with that system as it moved east, but thankfully it did some good weakening. So that was good. However, we still did have some of those damage reports, which we'll talk about more in just a few minutes. But currently out there right now we are in the 70s i checked right before the show we were at 72 and yes that's where we're held uh, that's where we're holding at 6 a.m west northwest wind at five miles per hour now i know we have a little a few areas of some drizzle or light 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 rainfall across the region we have a little shower there in southern monroe county east of st louis the thunderstorm activity though that we had late last night lingered in our Illinois counties longer into the overnight hours that has now really for the most part pushed east of our area so some clouds are overhead we've had some clearing in some places clouds are probably going to be rolling back into those areas at least temporarily a cold front is still trying to clear the region so it is south of St. Louis we could still have a few isolated showers or rumbles of thunder here for the morning hours your early morning hours but really those chances are going to be decreasing behind that front can't completely rule out a spot storm this afternoon where dew points are still a little bit higher, but even those chances are looking very low. Temperatures out the door are in the upper 60s and 70s and your forecast for today. Cloud cover gradually decreasing. Temperatures climbing to about 90 this afternoon, so a warm and muggy morning. Slightly drier air though moving in for the afternoon also, but we can't completely rule out a spot shower or storm, but most places should stay dry today. We'll talk about rain chances for your Sunday in just a few minutes, Laura. Hey, Jamie, we'll see you back there for that. People in North St. Louis County, especially in Spanish Lake, were hit hard by last night's storms. A falling tree actually hit a gas meter connected to a house. Crews from Spire went out there after first responders were able to secure that area. They told people who live there to stay at least 350 feet away as a precaution. Thunderstorms, start lightning, and then the wind just kicked in really, really hard, blowing the trees left and right. You start hearing crackling and stuff like that and thunder crackling and next thing you know, power was flickering for a minute. Then it just went off and after that, wind kept blowing, rain, and you see where we are. No power, trees down. The severe storm brought lightning, heavy rain, and damaging wind. Some people also saw hail and flood risks. 
Others this morning are waking up without power across the bi-state. Ameren reporting around 20,000 people have no electricity in Missouri and Illinois combined. We want to take a look at the current outages right now. There are more than 16,000 customers without power in St. Louis County. 417 households or businesses are without power in St. Louis City. 153 customers are in the dark this morning in St. Charles County, while 954 people do not have electricity right now in Jefferson County. Meantime, in Illinois, there are 289 customers without power in Madison County. 885 people don't have power at last check in St. Clair County, and three dozen customers don't have power right now in Monroe County. A woman accused of a shooting on I-70 is free this morning, a judge dismissing her case over repeated delays. Fox Files investigator Chris Hayes was the only reporter in the courtroom for this major development, and he spoke with a woman's mother, who's also the grandmother of the suspect charged in an execution-style murder that happened earlier this year. Bernice Thomas is charged with shooting at someone on Interstate 70 five years ago. During repeated justice delays, her son, Deshaun Thomas, police say, was captured on video executing a homeless man about a half mile from here. Her son still faces that murder charge, but Bernice Thomas is now free to go because of a failure to prosecute. The judge dismissed the I-70 shooting case without prejudice, meaning it can be refiled, but there's uncertainty about whether it will be because it was scheduled for trial Friday and there was no sign any witness showed up. 40-year-old Bernice Thomas was charged with six felony counts in connection with the July 6, 2018 interstate shooting. A car was hit on westbound I-70 at Grand. No one was injured. The court record reflects the defendant objected to justice delays beginning on December 2, 2019, yet repeated trial delays continued six times, including one court example in which the record stated this cause was set for jury trial on this date. However, counsel for the state is in trial in another case. Thomas has mostly been on an ankle monitor, except for the last four months as she's been in jail since April over GPS violations. We spoke with the defendant's mother, Carla Thomas. It was pretty much heartbreaking to see her have to walk around in that ankle monitor all those years and, and believing in my heart that she has nothing to do with what they charged her with. Thomas does not dispute. It's her 23-year-old grandson, Deshaun, on video, police say, shooting a man in the back of his head on Tucker Boulevard this past February 27th. That was the lowest that I could have been punched ever because I had just called him two days before and asked him if he had anywhere to go and if he didn't, please come to me. She says she's been turned away for years in getting her grandson mental health help. When he, he cut a cross in his head, why did he do that? He said he wanted to be saved from the demon. She says news of her daughter's newfound freedom is not cause for her to celebrate. She's probably gaining her freedom, but in her mind, she's not free. For the Fox Files, I'm Chris Hayes. A man is dead after being tased trying to get away from St. Louis City Police. On Thursday night, police were called to Minnesota Avenue in South St. Louis just off of Winnebago Street. Officers were trying to restrain a man who was naked and acting violently. Police say he tried to run away as they were trying to put him into handcuffs. One of the officers tased the man twice. 
He became unresponsive and was taken to the hospital where he died early yesterday morning. Investigators say one officer performed CPR while they were waiting on EMS to get there. The man, meantime, has not been identified. The officer who used the taser is currently on leave as the force investigation unit is handling this case from here. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen advances a bill it would require anyone who open carries guns to have a concealed carry permit. The board will be holding a final vote on this bill on Thursday, and if it passes, it'll head to Mayor Tashara Jones's desk to be signed into law. A lot of people have been weighing in on this issue, and it does seem like the bill will more than likely pass. We have seen I mean, anyone openly carrying a gun uh, in this without a concealed carry permit, uh, you know, like this law uh, outlines, probably shouldn't be. Um, so I think that it's a very good step forward for the city of St. Louis to take some control back. The mayor says her legal team is reviewing the bill. Happening today, Metro Transit is hosting a hiring event. It's taking place at Illinois' Metrobus facility located on 47th Street in East St. Louis. It starts at 10 this morning and goes till 2 this afternoon. They're hiring Metro Coloride van operators, Metro bus operators, and fuel and oil attendants, all eligible for Metro Transit's all of these people are eligible for Metro Transit's new $5,000 signing bonus, so that's a nice incentive there. On-site interviews will be conducted, so you are encouraged to bring your resume. Qualified applicants may receive an instant job offer. Nearly 80 applicants showed up to last month's hiring event. Around 55 of those people got in on the a spot offer for that. An annual walk to raise autism awareness is happening this morning out at Queenie Park and Fox 2's Ty Hawkins joining us live there now ahead of the Freddie Ford Family Foundation's highly anticipated event. Ty, good morning. Good morning to you as well, Laura. The fifth annual Heroes for Autism 5K run and mile walk is happening today this morning right here at Queenie Park, 8 o'clock. Well, the idea of the foundation and the mission of the foundation is to support underserved families impacted by autism and to raise awareness and acceptance of autism. This is the flagship event organized by the Freddie Ford Family Foundation. Quiet right now, but just some video from last year's event to give you an idea of what you can expect today. The 5K race and mile run walk encourages people of all ages and abilities. This year, more than 160 people signed up. Foundation representatives say Queenie Park will provide the perfect backdrop for a memorable day filled with camaraderie, determination, and inspiration. The event will also have family-friendly activities, including a bounce house, vendors, and entertainment. Now, on-site registration is still open. It's going to start this morning at 8. As we work our way through the morning, we're hoping to talk to some of the participants as well as the organizers um, from the Freddie Ford Family Foundation of the annual 5K for Heroes run mile walk a lot to get in there right there's gonna be a lot of people more than 160 right here at Queenie Park starting at 8 this morning reporting live from Baldwin Ty Hawkins back to you all right Ty thanks so much meantime the Cardinals are back from their all-star break but in an unfamiliar place yeah I hate to be the bearer of bad news of this one but they begin the second half of the season in dead last in the NL Central so basically they have no chance of making it to the postseason at this Point, but fans not losing hope. They actually packed Bush Stadium last night before the rain put the second half of the game on hold as the cards took on the Washington Nationals. Team management is indicating the cards are not surrendering this season and they'll be making moves as they look ahead to next year.
Well, honestly, I think they're going to sell off some pieces. I mean, I think they're going to try to rebuild and for next year and for the future. And honestly, just hope they don't get rid of any any big names. And I don't want Arenado or Goldschmidt to go, but when you got the best players, sometimes you have to trade to make it a better year the next year. And we're going to have to wait and find out if the Cards can start the second half on a high note. Last night's game was suspended in the middle of the third inning because of the weather situation, but the Cards were up one to nothing, so that's some good news there. The game will restart as the front end of a day-night doubleheader. The game from last night will resume at 1.15 this afternoon, and then that second game will get in at 6.15 tonight. So, Jamie, how's the weather looking for those, those games? Is the weather going to hold up? You know, yes, I it should. Okay. Fingers it should. crossed. I mean, there is the slightest chance of an isolated shower okay. or storm, but it would, we would be pretty unlucky if, if one went up right over Bush Stadium. Right. Well, at least they were in the lead. That's I know. good news. That's I know. <laughs> luck on our side. We need it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it would have been nice, I guess, carry that momentum through, maybe just finish the game. But we did have those showers and storms rolling through. Some stronger storms also. We do have some damage reports across the region. I will go ahead and show you a loop, uh, a look of our radar loop. Now, this goes back 12 hours. I'm going to start it at the beginning. So these storms back to our west were particularly strong. This was a complex of storms that developed over the plains. Check out that bow echo rolling across southwestern Kansas yesterday evening. But it split into two pieces. The northern piece came through our region. This piece went more toward the south and east. So as I continue scrolling this loop, I'll recenter us back to the middle there. Uh, we did have some warnings, especially in our some of our western counties initially. Then it did a little bit of weakening, but we had some development out ahead of that main complex of storms along an outflow boundary. We had the heat and humidity. We had plenty of instability. So those are the storms that impacted the game. And we had a few more warnings in the metro and points east as we progressed through the uh, later evening hours. And then everything basically weakened after a few hours after dark and since then we've been dealing with just some patchy drizzle a little shower there in far southern monroe county and then all of this is exiting our area so we did have some storm reports in fact one of the more recent reports is a home damaged by a large tree that fell into it in Worden, which is in madison county illinois so yes some reports scattered in north st louis county and city and then the metro east but a lot of reports or more relatively speaking more reports coming out of boone county the good news is that central missouri picked up a little bit of much needed rainfall we're there in an exceptional drought here in St. Louis, we also picked up some pretty decent totals and over into the Madison St. Clair County line. A few radar estimates there in northern St. Clair County, upwards of three inches of rain farther to the north in Jersey County, 2.9 inches of rain. And then in St. Louis County City, yeah, maybe over an inch, inch and a half or so. So I don't have, I don't see many reports coming out of the National Weather Service from that, but maybe we will get some of those in the morning. Check out this beautiful view from Highland, Illinois there of that sunrise. We've had some clearing in many areas, not everywhere, uh, not everyone's seen that clearing, but we have clear skies overhead in the Del Mar Loop also. 72 degrees currently, west northwest wind at five. That cold front still pushing through, so trying to clear our southern counties this morning, and then that will really bring an end 
or less than even more so those rain chances. Temperature wise 68 for Alton 69 at Cuba. The back edge of those storms now moving out of our far eastern counties. We could have a few spots redevelop here though over the next few hours would not anticipate any severe weather, mainly showers. A few rumbles of thunder would be possible, but then really that drying trend into the afternoon temperatures climbing to around 90 slightly drier air moving in thanks to a northwest wind. So those dew points should come down more so in some places than others. And then here we are at Saturday 3 p.m. Not a whole lot popping up on Futurecast. So that is some good news. Some data though, some models do show a little bit more action bubbling up in the afternoon, but very, very, very hit or miss. Most places are dry overnight tonight, mostly clear. And then some questions for tomorrow. Really rain chances do look to be higher for again, most model data that I looked at today north of I-70. However, spotty afternoon showers and storms could develop. Some questions with the timing. Will it be early afternoon? Probably more so though mid to late afternoon and through the evening hours. Not a washout though for tomorrow either. It will start the day off dry. Those rain chances do increase a bit though for the afternoon. So for today, 90 degrees, that humidity coming down. So not feeling too terribly humid out there. That rain also coming to an end while we do still have a slight chance though for the next few hours and then again this afternoon. And then tonight down into to about 70 or so, upper 60s, low 70s. Your extended forecast, we keep that active pattern with us for Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. Hot on Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday and Saturday. We finally kind of dry things out, cool things down a little bit, Laura. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.